Well, welcome to another week of Oasis Online. We're so glad you're here with us today. Are y'all glad to be here today? Very cool. I'm glad some of the team is here. I'm glad you're watching at home right now. And uh, we hope that you're having an amazing week. But we're going to start a new series tonight. I am super excited about this series. I think every person listening to this can take away some practical helps from this. I've been excited about this for like a couple of months, this series. So uh, anyway, we're going to dive straight in. It's called Highs and lows. And so we're going to start off playing a little activity, little game, okay? So you'll hear some participation from the audience, but in the comment section, I want you to write high or low. I'm going to give you a person, an event, and is it does it represent a high event, like something that was good, or does it represent a low event, something that's bad? All right, y'all understand what I'm saying here? All right, here we go. First one, LeBron James going to the Lakers. Okay, nobody cares in here. In the comments section, was that a good thing? Was that a bad thing? They're in the finals right now. They're doing pretty good. They're probably going to win. Some people consider that a low moment. Some people consider that. If you're from Ohio, you're like, I can't stand that guy. All right, next one, iPhone. Yeah. It's a high. It's a high, okay. iPhone, let me hear it on the, on the comment section. What about Android? Low. Low, all day. Low, all day. All right, low. All right, Instagram. Hi, yeah, everyone likes Instagram, right? Follow us at oasistn.church, okay? And at Clint Lamberth, all right? So shout out there. All right, Facebook. I'm going to go low right now, okay? We're in a weird season on Facebook, and everyone, let me just help you. If you have an opinion, it is totally possible not to share it on Facebook. Did you know that? Isn't that crazy? So anyway, Facebook's a low for me. All right, what about 2020? Low? Low, okay, low. Let's be honest, low. All right, I'm about to. I'm gonna drop a nuclear bomb. All right, so here's the deal. Be kind, everybody. The election. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, someone's laughing. I don't know of many people that are super excited about the election. All right, so uh, that's another thing. All right, here's one that might be a little tricky. The voice of a 13 year old boy. Is it high? <laughs> Is it low? We don't know. Sometimes it's both at times, all right? So tonight we're going to be talking about highs and lows, your high points in life and your low points in life. Because here's what I know, and I got my little, look at this, this TV today, but here's what I know. Here's the first thing we're going to put on here is life is full of highs and lows, but what matters is our perspective. Because here's what I know. I know that everybody that's watching this, everybody in this room, your life has gone through many different highs and lows. But what matters is our perspective. All right, so I have a little graph to kind of demonstrate what I'm talking about. And we call this the dip. All right, so this can kind of illustrate our lives in a way. Our lives are either, we're either at a mountaintop right here, we're in a valley, we're at a low point, or we're on our way to one or the other, right? Like that can feel like what our life is like at many times. I remember uh, that we've gone through, my wife and I, we've gone through several highs and lows, right? And I remember the day we got married, man, that day was up here, right? That was a high point in my life. And I remember watching Stephanie, she came down the aisle and as soon as I could see her, I, I couldn't see her anymore because I was bawling my eyes out. I'm a crier, I'm an emotional guy, okay, I'll admit it. And uh, that was the best day of my life, loved that day. And I remember fast forward, we go through our first year of marriage, and in our first year of marriage, 
uh, we decide, hey, we want to try to start having kids. We've been best friends since the eighth grade, and so why not? Let's have kids, you know? And uh, so we try to have kids, and it doesn't work out for a little bit. And then finally, we get a positive pregnancy test. I'm at night school at this time uh, at a volunteer state right down the road over here. And uh, I remember she called me 15 times. You remember this? I mean, I'm sitting in class, my phone's ringing, I'm like, someone better be dead, right? Like, this better be an emergency. So I step out of class, answer the phone, and she tells me, we're pregnant. Or not me, but she was pregnant, right? She's pregnant. And I, remember, I left class. I went home, we celebrated. I remember us buying uh, a gift to give to both of our sets of parents so that we could tell them that they were going to be grandparents. And man, that felt like we were right here. We were at the highest point in our lives. It was so exciting. And I remember we told our, our parents, we gave them little cards and like a little onesie, and it was just such a sweet time. And I remember not too long after we found out we were pregnant, I was at church one Sunday morning, and I get another phone call from Stephanie. And she says, hey, I think you need to come home. I think we're losing our baby. And in an instant, we went from here all the way down to here. And I remember finding out a couple days later that we'd officially, we lost our baby and we were walking through a miscarriage. And maybe you have a similar story where you've had some really high points in your life, right? And in an instant, everything changed and all of a sudden you find yourself in a valley, in a low point in life. Because, here's what I know, no matter where you are, or what season you're in, what matters is your perspective. What matters is your perspective. And so tonight, we're going to talk about how to look at life through the proper lens. Because no matter where we are, our perspective should be viewed through the proper lens. No matter where you are in life, your perspective should be viewed through the proper lens. Because if you don't, you're not going to experience life the way God wants you to experience life. And so we're going to dive right in tonight. I'm going to get straight to the practical stuff, all right? We're going to be talking about the three truths of highs and lows. And here's the first truth. It's right here. Highs and lows, they are inevitable. Y'all say inevitable. It's kind of a hard word to say a little fast, right? Um, and here's the deal. I don't know if you know me very well or if you know my mom. All right, my mom's not here tonight. She's watching her kids while we're here tonight. And uh, if you know my mom, my mom will just tell you like it is. All right, she doesn't care. She doesn't care how it's going to make you feel. Like, she's just going to tell you straight up how it is. I remember there were many times when I was in high school, I would come out of my room and I'd have my outfit on. And my mom would look at me and just go, go back. You need to change. Like that's just not working for you, you know? And uh, thankfully, Jesus is like this. And the Bible is actually like this. Man, the Bible, it's a straight shooter. Jesus, he's a straight shooter. He's going to tell you like it is. And he says this in John 16. He says, here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. You will have many trials and sorrows. Listen, he's telling you straight up, listen, highs and lows, they're inevitable. You're going to have high points, right? But guess what? You're going to have some low points. Here on this earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. You cannot avoid it. 
Uh, and, and just like having a flat tire, right? Like probably everybody that's driven, for the most part, you've had a flat tire. And if you haven't, guess what? You will have one at some point in your life. It's inevitable. We go through it. There are things in life that everybody faces. And those things are highs and lows. Highs and lows, they're inevitable. Here on this earth, you will have many, not just a few. You're going to have a lot of trials and you're going to have a lot of sorrows because they're inevitable. But here's the deal. Many of us don't care that the highs are inevitable, right? Like, you're like, great. Some of you are thinking in 2020 right now, you've had a tough year. You're like, God, I could use an inevitable high right now. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I feel like I'm in a valley. And there, but it's coming. So if that's you. If you feel like you're in a low point right now, I want to encourage you. The highs, they're inevitable. You're going to have them. But you're also going to have some lows. So the first thing is this. Highs and lows, they're inevitable. Here's the second thing we know. Second truth about highs and lows. Highs and lows, they are necessary. Y'all say necessary. necessary. Now, see, that one's not hard to say. That one's hard to spell. I don't know if I've ever been able to spell necessary correctly the first time. Before I had an iPhone... Shout out to iPhone again, right? Uh, before autocorrect came out, never spelled that right. I just avoided using the word the entire time because I didn't want to send a weird word to my friends. So anyway, highs and lows are inevitable. They're necessary. Now, how many of y'all know who The Rock is? Come on, anybody? Raise your hands. Okay, thank you. All right, Rock, The Rock, he's awesome. In my opinion, started off as a terrible actor, okay? Scorpion King. Do we remember this movie? awful, right? Like, I'm not going to lie, terrible. That man, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, gets the most improved actor award of his lifetime. I love his movies now. I'm not going to lie. Not ashamed to admit it. Jumanji, hilarious. Love it. Uh, We love The Rock, right? And if you've seen The Rock before, you know why that dude is called The Rock. Because he looks like me. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't look like me at all. That dude is cut. He's chiseled. I mean, that man is a specimen. I mean, he's a big old gentleman. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's big, he's strong, he's cut, but that doesn't happen by accident, right? Like, of course, you would look at him and go, he works out, he knows what he's doing, that man can get it done in the gym. But not only does he work out, he also has to eat right to get that type of body, to get his body to do that. I haven't quite figured that out yet, uh, but that man can do it. So I wanted to walk you through what a daily meal regimen that The Rock goes through. Y'all ready for this? This is insane. Here we go. Meal number one, a 10-ounce steak. Rolling out of bed eating a 10-ounce steak. Come on, somebody. That's good. But we're not done. 10-ounce steak, two cups of oatmeal, three egg whites, one whole egg, and one glass of watermelon juice. That like, sounds like a pregnant woman eating. All right, meal number two. Here it is. Two servings of chicken, two whole bell peppers, three cups of mushrooms, three cups of broccoli, and one protein shake. That's meal number two. Meal number three, eight ounce of salmon, eight asparagus tips, two whole eggs, two cups of rice medley, and three cups of broccoli. Now let's move on to meal four. All right, we got five meals. Here's meal four. Another 10-ounce steak. Y'all listen to this. Three baked potatoes. (laughs) I mean, that's eight asparagus tips and then one glass of orange juice. And then the fifth meal of the day is this. $2.50 
20 grams of casein protein. And I don't even know if that's right. Is that right? I'm looking at a person in med school. I have no idea. Casein protein and then 10 egg whites to round out the day. That is what is required. That is what is necessary for the rock to be the rock. All right? But we all know this. And if you follow the rock on Instagram, you see Fridays are his infamous cheat days. All right? So he does this Sunday through Thursday, right? Or I'm sorry, Saturday through Thursday. He eats like this. On Friday nights, that dude gets a chow down. Because what he does during the week is necessary. But also, we got to know, cheat days, they're necessary. You can't be perfect all the time. You know what I'm saying? Let me give you an example of one of the epic rock cheat days. This will bless your heart right here, okay? Here's a cheat meal for the rock. 12 pancakes. <laughs> well, this is all one meal. 12 pancakes, 4 pizzas, and 21 brownies. Y'all check this picture out. I got it from his Instagram. Look at this. First of all, my man is cut. All right. So he's doing something right. That's a whole stack of pancakes. Look at right here, all of his pizzas and then 24 or 21 brownies plus like a glass of milk or something right there. That is what I'm talking about right there. Okay. Because here's what I know. It's necessary to eat the good stuff. It's also necessary to live a little. You know what I'm saying? Even the rock wants to live a little. And here's what I know about highs and lows. Highs are necessary, but so are lows. And sometimes we think that the low points in life, they last too long and all this stuff. But guess what? They're necessary for who we become in life. Here's what it says in James chapter 1. It says this, Dear brothers and sisters, when, because again, Troubles are going to come. When troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Here's what I know. Everybody on earth wants to be perfect, complete, and needing nothing. You don't want to lack anything. You don't want to change anything else about yourself. And you want to be whole. You want to be complete. God built that inside of you. But in order to get there, you have to go through highs and lows. They're necessary. You can't have only one. You, can't, you, can't, you have to have both. They're necessary. That is how you become perfect and complete and lacking or needing nothing. So highs and lows, they're inevitable. Highs and lows are necessary. And the last thing is this. Highs and lows are seasonal. Y'all say seasonal. seasonal. Easy to say and easy to spell. There you go, everybody, if you're taking notes. They're seasonal. Now, we grew up in Tennessee, my wife and I, and we were used to having seasons. By the way... Shout out to fall. Come on, somebody. Fall is awesome. We I actually, we brought in chili tonight. It was 85 degrees today. We're in a weird warm spell. We brought in chili, all kinds of fun stuff tonight because it's fall. And we want to celebrate fall. 2020, we're celebrating fall. No matter what you got coming at us, we're celebrating fall. But we're used to having seasons because we grew up here. Well, Stephanie and I, we spent 
four and a half, five years down in South Florida. Uh, loved our time in South Florida. But let me tell you about Florida. Florida ain't got no seasons. They got like real hot and like freaking hot. You know what I'm saying? Like you, there's two, there's two hots. There's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. I feel like I'm going to Hades right now. Or you got, I can manage this for five minutes to walk into Publix, right? Like that's the two, that's, that's it. I'm telling you, if, if it dips below 60 degrees in Florida, people are breaking out parkas. They got wool line stuff on, boots. I mean, the whole thing. We didn't experience seasons in Florida, and it was awful sometimes because it was like, when is this heat going to end? You get in your car. We had leather seats in my car. My car didn't have tinted windows. Oh, if you live in Florida, please get tinted windows, okay? Let me just tell you, you don't want to experience this. It was so hot in the summertime, I get in the car, and a little bitty piece of my skin would catch that leather seat, make a preacher cuss, right? I'm telling you, so hot, you can't, you can't handle it. But there were no seasons. And here we are, we moved back to Tennessee. We moved in the springtime. We got to watch it change from springtime into summertime. And our summer, I feel like, was pretty mild this summer. It wasn't bad, right? Like, it was pretty good. And now, I built a fire pit in my backyard because the temperature dropped below 60 like one day. I'm like, babe, I'm going to go build a fire pit today. I built a fire pit. I've already built some fires out there because I'm just excited about seasons. But guess what? At some point, fall is going to lose its new car scent. Right? Like, it's cold. The leaves are all now gone. Everything looks dead. It's, it's really cold, but it's not really that cold to, like, bust out on your winter gear. And you're like, all right. I'm kind of done with fall. I'm ready for the winter to get here. I'm ready for Christmas. Everyone loves Christmas, right? Who's already playing Christmas music? Comment down below because we will block you. Give Thanksgiving the time it needs. Christmas music is enjoyed after Thanksgiving, in my opinion. All right. Anyway, you, you get sick of fall a little bit, and you're like, all right, I'm ready for Christmas. I'm ready for, I'm ready for the new year. All, I'm ready for snow, right? All this stuff. Then winter comes, man, this is awesome. I love it. I got hot chocolate. I hear Christmas carols playing everywhere. I, my birthday's in the winter, so that's always awesome. And, uh, and so you get to experience all this stuff, but man, come January, February, it's wet. It hasn't snowed at all. It, they've threatened to snow, right? It hasn't snowed at all. And you get tired of wintertime, like, man, I would love my grass to grow back. I love some green in my life, some of the trees that come back, right? I'd love to not wear the same coat I've worn 600 times already. And you're ready for winter to be over. You're looking forward to spring. Then spring comes. Spring is so beautiful. It's amazing. That means school's kind of letting out soon and all these things, you know. And so you go through all these different seasons. And then all of a sudden, spring in Tennessee, the weather gets bananas. Like one day it's like 40. The next day there's a tornado warning somehow. And you all of a sudden like spring's terrible. Like I, I need the summer to come back, right? You get to the summer, it gets too hot. And all of a sudden you're like, man, I wish fall was here. And things come in seasons, right? But the good news about seasons is that they have a beginning and they have an end, right? There is a beginning of summer, there's an end of summer, there's a beginning of fall, there's an end of, listen, things that are seasonal have a beginning and end. And I just want to tell you, highs and lows are seasonal. If you're on a high right now, I just want to let you, we're going to talk about this next week. If you're in a high, I want you to know it's seasonal. It won't last forever. 
If you're in a low, let me encourage you. It's just a season. It's just a season. You can do it. You can get through this, I promise. It has an ending. It's just a season. And let me tell you, that season is not wasted on you. If you're in a low season, that's the season is not going to be wasted on you. Here's what the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 8. It says this, and we know. I want you to not just think this is a cool, I want you to know this. I want you to be confident in this tonight. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Here's the deal. God is not a God that wastes seasons in your life. He will use this season. If you're in a low season, I want you to hear me. He will use it for his good. He will use it if you give him the chance. But you have to know that it's seasonal. Your highs and lows, they're seasonal. So highs and lows, they're inevitable. Highs and lows are necessary. And highs and lows are seasonal. But here's what I want you to leave knowing tonight is this, is that highs and lows are best viewed from God's perspective. From God's perspective. See, we talked about at the beginning, life is full of highs and lows, but what matters is our perspective. But I want you to know that highs and lows are not best viewed from your perspective. Mm -hmm. Highs and lows are best viewed from God's perspective. So I want to show you a few pictures. And uh, maybe this is you tonight. Maybe you are, weirdly, in 2020, in a high season of your life. Man, this is great. My business is doing awesome. My family's doing great. And hey, there's nothing wrong. I'm not trying to downplay what you're going through. I think that's amazing. If you can have an amazing year in 2020, write a book, all right? You're going to be rich because if you can figure that out, that's awesome. And But some of you, you are. Maybe you just found out you're pregnant and you've been trying for so long. Maybe you finally met the one that you're going to marry one day. Uh, maybe you did get a job promotion and things are just going well. There's nothing wrong with that. But here's your perspective. You can see for miles and miles and you, you have this awesome view, right? That's your perspective. And that's great. Take it in. Enjoy it. But some of you are like this. This is Death Valley. It's one of the lowest parts on earth. And you feel like this. There's nothing really growing down here. You can see the beautiful mountains off in the distance. And you long to just get out of here so you can be up here. And that's your perspective. You're in a low point in life. You don't know what to do. It feels like it lasts forever. It's hot. You don't have anything to drink. You're walking all day long. And you're still in the valley. Let me remind you, though, it's seasonal. But this is your perspective right here. You don't have an awesome view. You're not enjoying the reward of getting to the top of a mountain. And that's your perspective. But remember, highs and lows, they're best viewed from God's perspective. And here's what God sees. He sees this. You see, this picture is really a picture of Mount Everest. And you, it's the tallest mountain on earth. 
and you don't even know where it is. And I'm sure there's some pretty deep valleys in this picture too. But you don't know where those are either. Because in God's perspective, all he sees is you. He doesn't see highs. He doesn't see lows. He sees the big picture. And the big picture doesn't have highs and lows. God's with you exactly where you are. I want you to know, God sees you exactly where you are. He sees the big picture. We only see a tiny piece of the picture when we're on a mountaintop or we're in a valley. But God sees the big picture. And he sees you in that picture. I love this quote by by Brent Crow. He says this, God is big enough to be above all circumstances, but personal enough to be in all circumstances. I love that because that's true. Not only does God see the big picture and he's orchestrating this big picture, right? But he's also with you right now, no matter where you are. And that kind of comes at two sides. If you're on a mountaintop and you're on a high tonight, understand God's with you. Don't forget that. It's easy to forget that when you're on the mountaintop. But if you're in a low tonight, don't forget that. God is with you right now. The God that created everything out of nothing, he's with you. He's walking with you. Sometimes he's carrying you through this. And he's with you right now. And maybe some people that are watching right now, man, you feel like your whole life has been a low. You feel like your whole life you've been missing something, right? Like you can't climb the mountain. And you can't fully take it in. And you feel like uh, that verse we talked about, how you'll be complete. You don't ever feel complete. And I would just ask you, have you ever made the decision to follow Jesus and give your life to Jesus? Because until you do that, you'll never feel complete. You will always lack something. And I just want to ask you, tonight, do you want to make that decision? To put your faith in Jesus. Because let me tell you, climbing up to a mountaintop is a whole lot harder when you don't have Jesus. And walking through a valley is much harder when you don't have Jesus. But when you have him, I'm telling you, there's always movement. And he's always the constant thing that you've been been looking for. So tonight, if that's you, I want to give you the opportunity to make that decision and to invite Jesus into your life. And you can just pray this prayer in your heart right now. Say, dear God, I need you. I need you to come into my life and be Lord in my life. And in the best way I know how, I'll follow you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Come on, y'all give a hand for the people that prayed that prayer. We're so proud of you. God is with you, right? That's the best decision you've ever made. And so if you made that decision today, I want you to text Oasis TN to 94000. And uh, you'll, you can click a form that says, I want to follow Jesus right there. And let us know because we want to come alongside of you. And we want to help you take your next step. But hey, thank you for tuning in for highs and lows next week. We're going to talk about how to handle the highs. It's going to be amazing right here on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. You can find us at 10 a.m. 
every single week or listen to our podcast throughout the week. We have a podcast that goes up on Sunday mornings as well. And uh, we'd love for you to to hear this because I think it's going to encourage you, inspire you. So we'll see you back next week. We love you guys. Have a great week.